Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to Second Take Podcast. It's not easy having a good time, and I'm Zane C. Weber. My veals, my god, I can't move my veals. It's Sebastian. It's just a jump to the left. And I'm Alex. And today we are reviewing the Rocky Horror Picture Show, released in 1975. Starring Tim Curry, Susan Sarandon, Barry Bostwick, Richard O'Brien, Patricia Quinn, Nell Campbell, Jonathan Abe Adams, Peter Hinwood, Meatloaf, Charles Gray, Jeremy Newson, Hilary Farr. Directed by Jim Sharman, written by Richard O'Brien and Jim Sharman. Classic cult movie, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's about time we'd done this movie. I'm very glad that I suggested it. Good job. We're all proud of you. Good. Why are we doing this movie right now? Because it's great. It's a great movie. We had a spare week, didn't we? Uh, No, this came up with our musical, uh, in our musical section, Mm. but we decided that this is a more influential movie. We can just do it by itself later on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad that we did as well. And now that it's December and everyone's having a bit of time, I think it's time to go back and watch Rocky Horror Picture Show and enjoy it yeah. for what it yeah. is. It felt like a really safe bet for us as well. Let's all sit down and watch a movie we like. Ooh. Do you know what is a great companion piece to this particular movie? There are two. I watched three movies one day. Rocky Horror was in the middle of two others. I watched Little Shop of Horrors first, then Rocky Horror Picture Show, then Clue. Great, great mm. afternoon. I like Clue. I have not seen either of the other two. Totally holds up. Wait, what was the first one again? Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, really? With Rick well, Moranis. Too bad, Alex. You're going to watch them now. Right now. Right now. Okay, bye everyone. You should definitely watch it. It's musical. It's based on the musical. It doesn't have the same ending, but, you know. But it's got Rick Moranis, and that's a rarity in film, so. Very good movie for, with Mick Rick Moranis in it. Okay, so, Trivia. Production notes. What have we got? I've got. There are so many, there so are, many de- details about this movie. There are. I've got a real and fakey. Okay, go, you go first. Get it out of the way. All right. Uh, Richard O'Brien has cited that um, in his travels in his youth, he saw a group of rats um, eating the innards of a dead cat on the side of the road, and it kind of inspired that scene for him of everyone sitting around the table and eating Eddie's corpse. Or. Uh, this film was delayed nine years its release for VHS in Australia and New Zealand due to um, censorship restrictions. The second one. It's real. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is. But you could believe the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. A, so. That is a weird scene. It's a really it sure weird is. scene. It sure is a weird it scene. It is. Uh, but uh, Riff Raff, Magenta and... Columbia. Frankenfurter oh, 
It wouldn't really be cannibalism for them, would it? Well, no, Colombia is human. Oh, sorry, magenta and riffraff. Sorry, yeah. yes. you did. Uh, you said magenta, riffraff, and I, I, I filled. Columbia, I, yeah. I filled in Colombia. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It's really only weird for. But that's like me feeding my dog's dog. Like yeah. it's not cannibalism for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird though. And sad. Yeah. I have some casting feed, notes. You don't feed your dogs the same thing that you eat, though. Like Sometimes on a regular I basis. Do. It's on a regular basis, but I also don't feed them their own species. No. <laughs> Although chickens do eat chicken. Mm. So and cows and then we cow. eat them and pigs, pigs eat pig. Eat anything. Wait, aren't cows definitely herbivores? Yeah, but they'll they still eat meat. Ah, that's an omnivore. You can yeah. see YouTube uh, cows eating birds. They definitely do it. Cows <laughs> eating birds? Yes. Oh, Picture like the the bird eating spider, but a cow doing it. I think they just vomit <laughs> it up later. But yep. yeah, you anyway, guys enjoy the podcast. I'll be back in a Rocky minute. Rocky Horror Picture Show. I have some casting notes. Who? Performing artist, do you think would make a good Frankenfurter? Back in the day. So, again, this is the 70s. Bowie. That's a good So that's a good answer. That's not the one I'm looking for. But his former stylist was involved yeah. with a maker. Yeah. That, and I read David Bowie's name somewhere. <laughs> Couldn't remember where. <laughs> that was it. Bowie, Bowie's definitely kind of fits in. But I think... I think we're talking about an even bigger name than Bowie at the time. Wow. And Bowie was pretty big. John Lennon. No, you've gone the wrong way. Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger wanted to play Frankenfurter yeah. in the film. So I think that would have been a much different film. I think it oh, would have yeah. been had a fair bit more success if it had been Mick Jagger. Well, this was Curry's first he was his, his debut, yeah. his film debut. Guy, set a good like um, playing field for him. Though. Yeah, yeah. Like that. What are you sad about? I just watched a cow eat a baby chicken. Well, I why stopped. a baby chicken? Why? Well, it's why just the video that? I picked, and the people had tied the baby chicken by its foot, like with a little rope, so it couldn't get away. Well, those people real... are terrible. Yeah, no, the movie, the the video up. that I saw <laughs> I just was like a pigeon film. sitting on a fence, and a cow just kind of came up and chomped <laughs> on. <laughs> One was like a snuff film. Yeah, that that's wrong, and those people should be ashamed, and you should be ashamed. I didn't know what you I watched it. I just this picked the. I literally film. just searched "cow eating bird" and picked the top video, and I'm actually really upset about what I saw. You know, you could you could take that in two different directions, like a cow eating a bird or a cow eating bird. I would love to see the second one. Right. Although I don't like birds and I don't want a bird that Just big. Just cassowary, Freaking really. Oh. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> or like a really big pelican. Yeah. Oh, it's not right. It's nature's doing the wrong so thing. So Steve yeah. Martin anyway. also auditioned for Brad. I yeah. knew that one. Yeah. Uh, so again, back before he really broke. So Susan Sarandon, they wanted Susan Sarandon to appear nude, but she said no, which I think was a good idea. Probably. Yeah, because there's no nudity elsewhere in the movie. I don't see why it should be here. Yeah. Uh, Now, at the midnight screenings of this, this is a a cultural phenomenon that swept the Western world for the last Mm. three, four decades. Yeah. What are the traditions that you know of? Because they're different everywhere you go. Back row has water guns. The front three, three rows have newspaper to cover their hair. Yeah. Um, there's specific so, sort of toilet paper, Scott's. Yeah, Scott's brand paper. toilet paper. And they throw it when um, Brad says great Scott or something. Yep. 
Um, is there a confetti thing as well? Or am I thinking the yes, wrong one? Yes. Uh, like so confetti during the, the Charles Atlas reprise when the Transylvanians throw confetti. Yep. Yeah. So oh, there's, there's, there's rice, rice the when well. they have yeah. the wedding. Yeah. Uh, there's a light, that either cigarette lighters or like flashlights or now I guess phones. Yeah. Uh, Noisemakers. There's poor people that work at the cinemas. No, it's, I mean, it's they sell out these show. things. Yeah. like Yeah, I guess. But it's still going to suck to clean And up. also I imagine that audience is a lot more fun than any other audience they get in. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but still like... If, Working at a coffee store, if I had you know, customers that had, you know, every time the word macchiato said they throw some beans in the ground, I'd be like, oh, fuck off. Unless, you know, that was why they would come in is because yeah. as your, your place of an work employee. does that as part of their work. That feels like the manager would be happy, but the staff would not be happy about I that. Mean, what if half of the people that came in and did that were staff? What if you got a job at this cinema specifically because they're the kind of cinema that shows Rocky Horror at a midnight screening? I guarantee you would love it for three months and then after (laughs) that you would start hating your life And then you get another job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So there's party hats, there's noisemakers, there's toast. Uh, Again, cards. And wherever you go, there will be... More and more different traditions. So it's not, they don't do it as much anymore. I know it used to be a big thing at the driving because I grew up rural Queensland. Uh, so we had, um, I never went to one because it stopped before I was old enough to get in. But they used to have midnight double screenings of Little Shop of Horrors and Rocky Horror. Right. And this sort of thing would happen. And I know that they, they still happen places in Brisbane, but it's not as like, Big and uh, the uh, University of Queensland still does it every year. Yeah, that's, it sells out there, but obviously that's got a student base that gets really into it. But but uh, I, I know that a lot of I think it was addressed. What show was it that in America Rocky Horror was kind of eclipsed by Priscilla? Oh. Yeah, Drew Carey show. Drew Carey, yes. It, it was, was Drew a Carey. fantastic was Mimi. episode. <laughs> Mimi yeah. was dressed up as Priscilla, of course. And they have like a street yeah. dance battle against it because <laughs> his boss is also dressed up as Priscilla. It's a fantastic episode. Ah, uh, the Drew Carey show. Oh, that takes that, me back. I was watching that show back and I realised that all the jokes in that show are literally just payouts. Every yeah. single joke is Pig. literally just another character attacking you on. Yeah. Like, nothing else happens. Literally, it is 100% just that. Yeah. And I was watching it like, wow, every character in this show is an absolute asshole, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Good good times. But yeah, I just once I discovered it, I like it got less and less funny because I just knew, oh, I'm only gonna laugh because someone's a dick. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, it's a good thing. Or Drew Carey's fat. Or Mimi's fat. Or Apparently <laughs> she's lovely. Oh, yeah. Like, she's very soft spoken yeah. as well outside, which is like ridiculous. I've been watching a lot of sorry, tangent. I've been watching a lot of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Um, yeah, yeah. And she she's great when she comes on that show. Oh, does she? Yeah. Oh, cool. Like I think she's on at least one, but like yeah, she comes up with some corkers. It's good. Good. Nice. Good comedian. Yeah. But anyway, back to Rocky Horror. <laughs> so this is, as you said, Tim Curry's feature debut. Yeah. It was because of this movie that he met, he got or got to meet Prince Charles and Diana. Yeah. Uh, Prince Charles recognised him from being on TV, but Diana was a big fan of... But she couldn't say that. 
So it's just like it's just like uh, viewing Rocky Horror had, uh, and I quote, "quite completed my education." Yeah. <laughs> End quote. Ah, oh, Diana, bless. Yeah. And also, during one of the uh, midnight screenings, uh, Tim, Tim Curry was asked yeah. to leave because they thought he was an imposter. So wait, what? They thought that he was someone pretending to be Tim Curry to get attention. Oh. He didn't dress up as Frankenfurter. He just kind of went and said, oh, I'm Tim Curry. I'm here to have a look. And he's like, no, you're not. Get out. Here's my driver's license. <laughs> my actor card. <laughs> right? It was, yeah. it was, I assume it was Britain at some point. So it was, yeah. it didn't have um, that. An actor's card. <laughs> yes. Where the, there's... Uh, in the when they're eating Eddie, mm-hmm. um, spoiler alert! Brad, it's already been spoiled. Yeah, it <laughs> has. By the movie being what over thirty years old. Yeah. Also, you. Also, you already. Oh, about tits! Today. I am the villain. <laughs> Dick. Oh, <no. laughs> um, anyway, um, Brad thumps the table and hits um, what's her name's hand. What's her name? Um, Janet. Yeah. Oh, Susan Sarandon. Yeah. And um, it was an accident, but her reaction is real. And then she got him back at the um, the, the floor room or whatever. What's that? The floor room? Yeah. Let me, I got this out. You know that one room that has a floor? What? No. What the floor the, show. The floor show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. I got one word wrong. Oh, we're just... Please... Hang up on it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. When he said floor room, I imagined uh, the lab. Was no, what I thought, the, yeah. the the meat. Well, the meatloaf sequence Saturday night. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I imagine for some reason that that's the room that has the most prominent floor in my head. It, it has a staircase that goes up and then down to a floor, which is actually a ramp. But yeah, yeah in the floor um, show, what did she do? Um, she stands on Brad's foot <laughs> and with the like the heel of the. Um, the stiletto. I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that that was that, on yeah, purpose. that was her. That was her repayment for <laughs> him hitting it. Yeah, um, I read a similar one about uh, when Tim Curry was using the whip. He actually hit uh, Richard O'Brien with it, yeah. giving him an actual flinch, which is hilarious. Uh, good, <laughs> and I do know that the when Doctor Scott crashes through the wall, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't. In the script, it was just the builders forgot to put a wall, yeah. a door there. So they said, okay, well, let's just crash through it. And they did. What a hilarious instinct though, right? Like, <laughs> do we get the reset rebuilt or maybe just come through a different doorway? No. <laughs> he enters stage left yeah. regardless of the stage. If you look really hardly as well, the um, the crew had an e- a literal Easter egg hunt on set. And not all the eggs were found, so you can see them in some shots. Oh, yes. Ooh. Easter eggs everywhere. Like literal Easter yeah, eggs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's I think like one's in a light, yeah, a light fitting. Like and with the elevator. Yeah. That's good. I have to look back. It's, I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool little things here and there. Which, as soon as I read that, I went back and I watched. And I was like, oh, yep. There <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know. Yeah. All right. Anything so else? it was banned in... Like South Africa, yeah, a few weeks here ago. as well, though. Yeah, a bit. like yeah. Like, Australia is so prudish, oh, especially in the seventies. Like also two years like, ago, Britain had issues with it. Pretty much everywhere had issues with it. But still then, are though. Oh, I think that's why it's become such a cult classic because it was like 
this movie was banned and so people would show it at midnight when it was less likely to uh, cause well, attention. Yeah. Even like censorship-wise, like, okay, one of the South Park video games came out two or three years ago here. We had to get an Australian cut because even though it receives an R rating, which is the maximum rating... Australia still wouldn't allow it to come in its original version. So Australia is particularly picky for some reason about yeah. this. Still. It's just because we haven't revised our laws. And that's, again, why New Zealand is being is it getting a, a better entertainment market than us yeah. is because they are more forward-thinking. Sure are. But enough politics. politics. Check out A New World Order on that's not kind of productions.com forward slash A New World Order yeah. for more Thanks politics. Thanks for the of that, guys. Well, we actually don't have a... Have a no mechanism yeah. for guesting on that? We and haven't you, had any guests, so as soon as we have a mechanism for guesting, we will invite you on it. Good. Thank you. Shall we move on to okay. movie babies? Yeah. Because I have a pretty strong a strong uh, candidate. I also have two exceptional candidates. Good. Alex, how do you feel about yours? Um, thinking, thinking. Okay. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Okay. And Evil Dead 1. Oh, thank God. Very different to mine. Okay. Evil Dead 1? Oh, Slash yeah. 2. Yeah. It doesn't have yeah. the same. Like, it honestly it looks very the, similar. The poor acting, yeah. the kind of weird way it's shot, the kind of cultish weird aspects of the surrounding it. Mm. Yeah. I went Repo, Genetic Opera, yeah. mixed with Young Frankenstein. All right, Mel Brooks. Yeah. See, it doesn't strike me as Brooksian, but I can see where yeah. you're getting that, yeah. It's hard for me to think of <laughs> things when I'm so little prepared. It's true. I, yeah. I'm going to give you one that I thought you were going to mention anyway. It was just RuPaul's Drag Race. I just thought you were going to bring that in, period, and then mm. work a musical in from there. That's why you I didn't You could just say Tu Wong Fu. I mean, that's that's the American Priscilla. I mean, kinda. Um, I don't know. It's it's yeah. Um, um, Hurricane Bianca. Um, yeah, that, that did you just work. name a national disaster? No, no. It's, I, it's a Netflix movie. It, oh, okay. it's a Netflix movie about a drag queen that won a season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, starring, not about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Netflix is a series like literally starring that person or like a mock documentary on that person? No, no. It Both. stars that. Well, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Um, and let's let's go with... Uh, g- g- Invasion of the Body what? Snatches. No. Kind of Mars Attacks, I think, maybe. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The kind of camp, science fiction, sort of over-the-top humour. Yeah. Done. Not enough Jack there Nicholson. I'm really sorry. I'm <laughs> yeah, really proud of you. Those good ones. Yeah. Thank, right, thank you, audience, for not kicking me off. Tweet nopsises. <laughs> no one? Yep. Yep. No, no, no. Okay. Um, I, I actually uh, have one. Oh, if you want to okay, get, get mine out of the okay. way. Okay. <laughs> um, young couple discovers aliens. Hashtag, damn it, Janet. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, though. A giant pair of lips scars Sebastian as a child. He comes back many years later to discover good film after it. We will come back to that point. Mine is 
yes, you are right. Alien pansexuals are the idols that we need. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag still relevant. Now, Hashtag my favourite curry. <laughs> we have I'm more of a Massimum <laughs> fan. Even a Penang Zane. if the <laughs> climate is right. Or a Japanese curry, like a, a katsu curry. Can mm. I please? <laughs> now, we've spoken a little bit about how it's been banned in various places, even in Australia and New Zealand. <sighs> So it is odd that people of my generation and younger have watched this at kind of an inappropriate age. I remember watching this when I was less than 10, maybe eight or nine. Same for me. Yeah. And it's like that is a pretty common occurrence in people that I've spoken to about Rocky Horror. Like when they first watched it, they were quite young. I'm like... I did. I didn't think that there was anything subversive or like yeah. counterculture in it. I was just like, "Well, these are weird people being weird." Legitimately, I watched this with my parents. I think it was it was before I was ten, and I leg- I remember thinking, "Hey, that man's in ladies' clothes." Yeah. The end. Like I didn't think anything more of it. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what was trying to be portrayed. Just a man and ladies. Like. It's so weird yeah. that like your parents sat down and watched an R-rated movie with a nine-year-old, and it's like that's such a the, I can't think of another movie. Yeah. Went to church every Sunday. Oh, <laughs> parents were exceptionally religious. It's amazing. And yeah, I mean, I guess. Do you think they watched the, it because they thought it was making fun of this sort of? I'd count it. Oh child. no, not his, not your parents. No, they're yeah. not like that. They wouldn't. No, no but like the, you very know how like it's, it's not so much that they're like demeaning it or anything, but they're like this isn't real in inverted commas, so we can laugh at it. Like it's sort of like a parody. Yeah, kind of thing? I mean, yeah. my dad's a big sci-fi nerd. My mum loves musicals. Okay, well there you go. Perfect. I first yeah. watched this with my mother and my sister. I would have been at least ten, which means my sister Max sixteen at the time. Yeah, and my mum was I don't know mother aged. Uh, 30 something maybe I don't know um, if she was 30 when your mother was 16 when your sister was that's 16 that's a good point so. yeah older than that but <laughs> yeah my mum was appropriate mum age for the time um, yeah whatever the just, average mum age is yeah, you know, when I'm 9 yeah. 36 let's go with that yeah that's At why least. it sounds good minimum minimum 36 yeah um, yeah and they were just watching it and it was on and I, I sat down to watch it with them and they're like oh you're probably not going to like this movie and you know what I was 10 and I did not. <laughs> but the lips scared the shit out of me. And then obviously I go back and I'm like, oh, it's actually one of my favourite songs now. Like yeah. from, the, from the musical. I'm like, oh, that's so funny how that changes. It's, um, I don't remember having any really strong opinions about it when I watched it the first time. The first time I watched it because was actually university film class because I'd always been aware of it but I was never like had an active interest in watching it. So it was, yeah, university film class where I was like, okay, well, we're all going to watch this cult film. We're going through various cult films and so we watched Froggy Horror and I was like, this is a really funny movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like it's not a great quality movie and I don't know why it's as funny as it is but it is definitely weirdly charming. I don't know if I would... I don't know if I would sit down with a nine-year-old and watch it, though. Honestly, I would. Yeah. Not I me. Mean, I wouldn't seek that out. But I, would, I don't think most people could screw over their heads. Yeah, I don't think it's... Exp- no, but it's, it's like... Yeah. I know that I had other movies 
that I could watch at that age. And I remember watching this one by myself. Yeah. Just it was put in and I watched it. It is, a, it is fun though. It's, yeah. If you want to take it as a light, fluff movie, it can be that. And as a nine-year-old or a ten-year-old, I think it's going to serve as that and serve pretty well as that. Yeah. And like, like the music is pretty catchy for the most part. Yeah. A couple of songs here and there that I'm happy to talk about later, but you know. <laughs> and again, me. you have 12 seconds of that. Not a, not a lot of plot to talk about. No. So it's really yeah. kind of like song, gag, song, gag, song, gag, song, gag, end. Yeah. So it's should we fine. talk about what we liked or what we didn't like? I want to add in a little tidbit of information <gasps> that I forgot to say. Do it. The original play or musical, like stage mm-hmm. show, ran for about 40 minutes. So they added the Time Warp song. <laughs> to make to, it feature length. Yeah, to give it, <laughs> to give it more. <laughs> Which That might well, explain probably, some of their awkwardly long pauses as well. I want to... And then you jump to the left. Yeah, and also it, the, uh, the repetition of the... Rocky! Oh. Yes, yeah, yeah. Dr. Scott. <laughs> Janet. <laughs> well, I, know, I do want to touch. If any of our listeners um, live in the Brisbane or, or you know, Brisbane-ish area and you love this film and you've never gone to Dracula's on the Gold Coast, you really need to go see that, that dinner show. Oh, I think it's changed now. It changes all the time, but yeah. it's always this sort of theme to it. Oh, it's, it's, it's called Terabyte now. Yeah, it's like I've, cyber. I've gone to like six of their last shows. It's always... This sort of thing, Bit regardless of, a Dracula of what it is. Fan, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it, it's always this sort of this like burlesque show, and they always yes, yeah. it's all music songs they pull from other places. I was there for my version of the Time Warp, but other times completely non Rocky Horror stuff as well. But it always the same feel to it. So, what do we like? I like most of the songs. Actually, no. Who's your favorite character? Favorite character? Eddie. Amishes. It has to be Frankenfurter, right? It's, it's Eddie. Are you guys? It's Eddie. Eddie is in there. He's in like, there and he leaves and then they eat the him. the show. Just because he's the best singer. Yeah, just because he's the best singer. Sings my favorite song. I Badass think scene. Ro- my hey, favorite. Your boy is scared of him. My. <laughs> just because he knows that he's going to beat him up for stealing his brain. Yep. I think Good reason, right? The favorite character has to be Frankenfurter, but my like favorite like person is Columbia. Yeah. It's just like she's she's got a, such a sad story that's just never acknowledged. I like the um what's what's his official role? The one that given like the police report on the situation. Oh, the, oh, uh, the narrator. The yeah. yeah, he's great, and Doctor Scott's pretty fun too, guys. Okay, they're all my favorite, bar Janet. Brad and Rocky. So Everyone really else like, is great. I like Janet as well. I think she's. <sighs> I think she's funny. She's, yeah, she's got more than Brad. She's yeah. like the Matt Damon of women in this film, guys. She's just there. No, Same that, with Brad. They're that's just Brad. so. Bo- well, Brad, Brad definitely is too. Yeah. They're just so. Okay, we're walking into this fantastic world with all these larger-than-life characters, and we've got Brad and Janet, the three people who have an arc in this movie: Rocky, Brad, and Janet. Not even Rocky. Oh, good. It's Frank, Janet, and Columbia. Those are the three Columbia's that have fine. I like Columbia. It's just Brad, <laughs> Janet, and Rocky are just like... Okay, literally, if you were to get cardboard cutouts of those three people 
and just have Microsoft Sam reading their lines, I'd be like, oh, committed performance. Nothing has changed. No, Janet turns into uh, a sexy lady. Yeah. Does she? Yeah. Maybe the term sexy has just changed in the last 57 years. Well, she turns away from being a prude. What's Brad's arc? He doesn't have an arc. Frank, Columbia and Janet. No, he's bisexual. That's his arc. Is that an arc? That's not an arc. Yeah, it doesn't sound like an arc. Frankenfurter has an arc. No, does he? Yeah. What would you say his arc is? Well, his arc is that he wants to create the perfect man and he's come here to get away from his... His people, yep. because he feels uh, ostracized. So he's come here to make the perfect man to have the perfect life. But then the people that he brought with him have decided that he's gone crazy. He doesn't want to do with that anymore. So he has one final moment saying that I am who I am. This is what I wanted to do. I regret nothing. Kill me if you have to. And then he gets killed. Oh, I just took it as he was so <laughs> committed to the one thing and didn't change. That his team killed him. Like I, I took it as I walk. I'm not criticizing him, but like there was no arc for me. It was like this is my character, and I'm going to do exactly the same thing from the start to the end until other characters make the choice to get rid of me. Well, uh, that is part of the character yeah. that like, like his, stubbornness. His use, he's using other people. Like he, he comes in, he's living living only for himself, and then at the end, he's like, I know what I did. I'm not oblivious to what I've been doing, but I don't regret it. So you're right to kill me. Yeah. And he dies after singing about it. I have Riff Raff had an arc. He liked him and then he didn't or he didn't like him and then he killed him. There is the reading that Riff Raff actually made Rocky and not that Frankenfurter did. Yeah. And then after his master took complete credit for it, he turned on him because he came with him being loyal and then was betrayed by him. I think that's, that's there. That's, that you may not like me, it, but it is there. It reminds me of the Eagle movie starring Daniel Radcliffe that was released early this year that we shouldn't speak about. The Eagle movie? Eagle. Eagle. Oh, I was like, Eagle movie, yeah. <laughs> no. Also, um, at the very beginning in the church, yes, the, the priest and then one of the church hand... Well, the priest of, is Frankenfurter. Yeah, and two of the... Well, they, they're all... Ma- ma- yeah, Magenta yeah. and uh, Riff, Raff. Riff Raff are the, are the old man and the old lady. Yeah, the American Gothics. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Columbia is like, is one yeah. of the guests or I think she's somewhere at the, the door. When they're setting up the funeral. Oh, yeah. Of, yeah. yeah. So is, is that just like them scoping out like, oh, we're going to lead? Or is that just... That's like how a, I always read it. I always interpreted it as, yeah, they're picking their targets. Because, like, yeah. the, the, the whole thing... I don't understand why they bring Brad and Janet there, but they brought them there. I still don't know why they wanted this to happen, but it's very explicit in the film that I, they bring them there. <laughs> I just don't know why. Coming from a theatre background, I think that's just a hangover from the play where the characters who would play these other characters also played this setup. No, but scene. then they took the car out. Because they were friends with the Doctor. For some reason, they bring them there. I don't know why. It's yeah, insane. That's... I. That could very well be true, but it's not dealt with, so I don't really care. I know, but this is like, what? <laughs> like, oh no, they're friends with the doctor. We're caught. Let's bring them here and show them everything. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Frankenfurter is insane. Maybe that's yeah. why they turn it. I'm like, you're such an that's idiot. That's literally what I said. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. He, like, that he's gone insane. He's doing only no, no, what no, he wants like, to do. He brings the enemy in, and Riff Raff's just like, what the fuck is he doing? 
Maybe I'm going to get a fancy ray gun and kill him. Maybe he just wanted to enroll them into his sexual deviance so that they would serve him. Yeah, maybe he wanted to replace Riff Raff. Maybe just horny. He did fuck every character. Almost. Except Riff Raff and Magenta. Okay, he, he fucked the two that he brought in. Yeah. yeah. But he also had sex with Eddie and Columbia. That's canon. That is? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that's four. He seduced <laughs> the two of them. Did he bang the doctor at all? Also Rocky. Rocky, yep. Did oh, no. He didn't have sex with Rocky, but he wanted to. And the he doctor? Didn't get to. No, no, not the doctor. Okay. So two, Three characters didn't four. get... Ha- yeah, four got it, the rest didn't. Three didn't, but he wanted to bang one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, see? He's uh, such a crazy guy. It's great. Yeah. Yep. It's just so... It's, I just... I, I know this isn't the kind of film you should be looking into the plan, but I just... I wish <laughs> I knew... What? Yeah. Maybe, oh, was it to bring the doctor in? Did he take out the friends, bring in the friends of the doctor to lure the doctor in? No, he would, how did the doctor rock up? Was it just a coincidence that he rocked up at the same time? No, he was, he was investigating and so he showed up to investigate. So more. if Brad and Janet didn't go there, the doctor yeah, wouldn't? Yeah, no, he was surprised when Brad and yeah, Janet Yeah, okay, there. then that makes no sense. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, isn't the film that needs those questions, but I was just, it's a very tiny plot. So yeah. it's weird for there to be holes. Because oh. it's very simple. I don't think they were focused on the plot. They were, they were, I think they were definitely focused on like the visual impact yeah. uh, and possibly the songs and kind of the cultural references. I think Richard O'Brien was very interested in getting this uh, this sexual freedom across in the show uh, and, and making it alien makes it a, a palatable discussion to have, I think, for him. Yeah. Well, that's the good or was that the bad? We just kind of That's the good. What's the bad? It's not long enough. Rocky. <laughs> it's not long enough. I really enjoy it. And it, but it's, it's very quick. It's like a tic-tac. Could could it's do with a, a minutes, re-edit. 15 maybe? Not a much. A little bit more plot. It's yeah. almost a bit of polish. Is it? It feels so quick it's like an though. An hour 40. Oh, maybe two hours is the answer. Um, we'll take some all the time from Blue Brothers 2000 that they did not need. True. And we'll pump yeah. it into this movie. Maybe yeah, you know that movie yeah. made 20 years later. Yeah. <laughs> take some of its time. Take some of it. We're, we're fucking with time anyway. I don't really think it matters <laughs> where we take it from. Uh, let's just do the time warp again. That's but I true. will say the rehash of the movie starring, uh, who was it? Um, the woman from Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black. I can't remember her name. Neither. Uh, it didn't fix any of the problems. Never saw it. It was to go straight to TV. Yeah, is it on yes, Netflix? it was. It was a straight to TV. Uh, so, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Let's do the time warp again. Two thousand and sixteen, uh, directed by Kenny Ortega, but starring Laverne and Shirley. It's not true. It's Laverne, Laverne Cox. Yeah. That's right, as, as Dr. Frankenberger. Yeah, that's what I was getting Okay, yes. and <laughs> That's two people, yeah. Laverne and It Shirley. did have Tim Curry <laughs> as the expert, the criminologist. That's, that's good, I mean. Yeah. I saw it, it's got a very low score on IMDb, but I haven't seen it yet, so maybe it's fine. It, it was harsh wasn't. It. it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Again, they kind, of, they kind of did a very, I want to say safe version of it. Why? That's obviously not the point here. It's obviously not the point. But like, like, it's obviously not the point. Laverne is actually trans, though. Like, yeah, but again, it and could have been so much more. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah, it should have been. Well, she she is a trans woman, whereas Frankenfurter was a transvestite male. Yeah. 
yeah. very different things. Very. But, and I think yeah. it's not. I think it was a little bit of a stunt to put her in that role. Oh, definitely. It was to get the people in, but it yeah. didn't. But again, like, I think Rocky Horror is definitely a title that could be refreshed. I don't want to say rebooted. I don't want to say any of that. But you can definitely take the text that is there and improve upon what has been done before. Mm. And I, they really didn't do that. I never saw uh, Richard Ryan's next feature, Shock Treatment. Nor me. I've heard mixed to terrible things about it. I was actually really hoping you had seen it, Zane. So I, I, had, I have not seen it. it. I'm not a fan of Richard O'Brien. So. Well, it was meant to be lit- a literal sequel to this film, I thought. But nobody um, talks again, about it. I was never a, a cult fanatic of Rocky Horror Picture. Mm. I've, I appreciate it and I appreciate the place that it holds. But I've never, I've never been a huge fan of it. I like it, but I don't watch it. Like once a year, I don't have any traditions around yeah. it. Well, yeah. can I suggest Halloween? You rewatch it. There's so many other Halloween movies. Most of them are terrible, you know right? What about Valentine's Day? Halloween's watch it on Valentine's not Day. Not a thing in Australia. Why it's is true. everyone trying to make it a thing? Because it's a fun holiday where people get candy. Stop being an old fuddy duddy, Alex. Why not here? It's just a fun candy holiday. Because it's an American thing. It's a fun candy It's a British holiday. thing. But why not just have a fun candy holiday? I mean, Americans popularised it. Yeah, but we're a British colony too. Let's have fun with the candy. I actually had trick-or-treaters come this year. I just... Did you give them I had apples? Just, I'm not American and I don't like want to try and be American. No, I mean, like, I, I I just, it's I all just, for, I'm all for cultural identity as well, but it's like, it's not like it's a bad holiday. Like it's literally I mean, fun costumes you, you and candy. Like it's you're just pumping sugar into the obese children that already exist. But they're walking <laughs> around to gain it, thus promoting exercise. <laughs> so they're walking two houses up. Well, they're meant to, they're meant to walk the neighborhood, but yeah. yeah. Um, what was the question saying? I don't think I had one. Oh, yeah, uh, Jess asked me to go buy candy for the trick-or-treaters. And I was like, yes, for the trick-or-treaters. Thinking she just wanted me to go to Woolies and get some, you know, bite-sized candy. So I just went and got things that I think we would like. And then we actually had trick-or-treaters come. And it was, one of them was wearing those giant shark costumes from like the Katy Perry music video. That was pretty exciting. It was very hot that night, so it must have sucked. Huh. But yeah, the dogs did not like it. Halloween, terrible. All right, well, I think we've gone over what we don't like and what we do like, and I, I don't yep. want to predict anything, but we seem to like more than we don't like. Before we get to that, though, we do have a second opinion from the Headcast Network, so why don't we jump to that first? We haven't even had a first opinion yet. I know, but I don't want to spoil it with our opinions. That's true. Your opinions are terrible. Let's go hear what he has to say. Yeah. It's astounding. Time is fleeting. Madness takes its toll. But listen closely. Not for very much longer. I've got to keep control. Hey there, this is Aaron Moss. Of the Headcast Network. I'm the host of some great shows such as Head Speaks, where I talk about comics and anything geeky. G.I. Joe, a real American Headcast, where me and a small group of semi-air regulars 
talk about the Marvel's comic run G.I. Joe uh, and the cartoon from the same time period. I also have Task Force X, where I talk about the Suicide Squad and Checkmate from the late 80s, early 90s. I have the Starman Manhunter Adventure Hour, where I talk about the Will Payton Starman and the Mark Shaw Manhunter books. Again, late 80s, early 90s. And I started doing the Krypton podcast where me and a couple of other hosts are going to be talking about the new sci-fi show, Krypton. They're available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. But that's enough about me and where you can find me at. Today I'm here to talk about this fantastic movie called The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, again, this is just to be a quick mini-review of it. I didn't watch Rocky Horror when it first came out. Hell, when it first came out, I was four or five years old, I believe. I didn't actually catch Rocky Horror until the early 90s. I was married, and me and my then-wife was at one of my good friend's house. And we're, you know, we'd go up there every once in a while and watch movies with him and his wife. One day he's like, have you seen Rocky Horror Picture Show? I'm like, you know, I don't think I've ever seen I know of it. I've heard some of the songs, but I've never actually sat down and watched it. What? That's crazy, Aaron. So we went out and rented it, and we sat down and watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Get on my list out there on Front Street. I really love Tim Curry. I saw him in some TV show called Earth 2 from a couple decades ago. He was in Home Alone 2. He's done a lot of things. He was in Tim, uh, the early 90s, Stephen King's Hits. That's Pennywise the Clown. In fact, I said elsewhere that I think old Tim Curry, or should have been, the Joker. But that's another story entirely. Uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, a movie from 1975. It tells a story about these two kids that uh, just get left a wedding, uh, got stuck somewhere out in the middle of nowhere in the rain, so they seek this help from this castle in the distance. And there they're greeted by the, the great Tim Curry playing a guy called Dr. Frankenfurter. And it's kind of the story, if you couldn't tell, from Dr. Frankenfurter, a, uh, a t- they take Frankenstein, the old horror monster, and they flip it around, spack it on its butt a couple of times, and send it out the door. Uh, it's a bit of a weird version of Frankenstein. Here, Dr. Frankenfurter creates his monster, in quotes, and he calls him Rocky. Uh, we find out that Dr. Frankenfurter is actually an alien transvestite. It's got a lot of comedy in it, a lot of singing. And it's got a lot of great songs. In fact, I got one playing in the background. It's hard to pick. I picked one of the shorter ones to fit in this time frame. But it's a great movie. I definitely recommend everyone go check it out. Uh, We'll hear more about me. And in fact, I may have to do a full review on this one these days because it's just a mini one. Uh, Check me out again, as I said, over on the Headcast Network. Thanks. Take it easy, guys. Awesome. Thank you very much for that. If you guys are interested in hearing any more from those guys, uh, go on over to our show notes and there's a link to their network there and you can find their shows. I believe the latest one is something about Krypton. I'm a terrible person. I can't remember. You'll find it. They're all great. I agree. Our opinions you are a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you think our Australian casualness really kills the overseas people? Probably. I feel like it does. Probably. Now, uh, some of us are more casual than others. Now, let's tie the kangaroo <sighs> down sport and give us your opinions. Is that, am I doing it right? Aussie, yeah. Aussie, Aussie. Alex, will you help me get Seb out of my apartment? Yeah, I will. Thanks. <laughs> Seb, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> What's your opinion on this? It's a pretty good movie. 
Uh, I mean, you can tell from what we're going on. Like, it's all pretty much one note. We all enjoyed it. A couple of the characters are pretty bland, but you know what? They're so bland, and the other five or six of them aren't bland. It doesn't fucking matter. It's a good time. That's why it's banned. Yeah, it's crazy town. People were crazy. What are you going to do? I don't actually think you see the band at all. Yes. But no, it's... The musical band. It's it's a really enjoyable film. The music definitely holds up. I actually like that it looks cheap. It's comparatively to Blues Brothers 2000, which had all the money pumped into it, but it looked nasty. This looks cheap but professional. I don't know how you can go in two different directions coming from that, but they did and... I think it's because it's based on a play. And it was really like... This is the set, play on the set. Whereas, yeah. like, that's, yeah. So they get to, like, set it up and break it down. But easy yes for me. Alex? I would definitely say watch this movie. It, it's, it's good. It's got some good music. Um, I mean, that, don't take it too seriously, obviously. But I want to. As in the acting. Like, you, you, can, you can pretend that they're doing a great job if you want, but... I don't you know, think there's any like bad acting in it. I mean, some of it seems Rocky. a little forced. Rocky, come on. Yeah. I think you can get away with that, though, because he's literally meant to be like a statue brought to life. But I know he's not meant to be. Like, I know he's just a bad actor. <laughs> yeah. With half a brain. Half a brain. Half a brain. Half as much and as we think he does. Yeah. <laughs> as for me, like, this is a justified classic. Uh, your, your film... Knowledge will not be complete if you have not watched this film. Um, everyone should watch it at least once. And I don't think you'll hate it. It's the right amount of funny, the right amount of transgressive and the right amount of uh, entertaining. It doesn't make sense the whole way through, but it is in its essence a romp. So I think that's why it's got the cult following that it does because it isn't a dour transgressive film like a lot of these cult films are. I think it's it's very upbeat. It's very positive in a way that I think a lot of like uh, horror slash cult films of the time were not. They were very like gory and uh, overly violent and cynical. I think Rocky Horror Picture Show is, while not necessarily a wholesome product, I think it's definitely a really entertaining and entertaining product. So it's a, it's, a, it's a very positive yes from me. Well, good. All right. What are you going to do? Sequel? Do you want to remake it? Do you want I'm going to do a prequel. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, There's a lot to work with. There is. Because you have, you have uh, Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie in Colombia. You have Frank... Uh, Riff Raff and Magenta coming to Earth. You have the expert. You have the doctor. Yeah. Well, where, where, well, what are your intentions before I... I have no idea. Okay. Hmm. It'll be a musical. There you go. That's my intentions. Okay. All right. Um, oh, executive realism. Executive realism? <laughs> what does that mean? You just added an adjective to the word realism, didn't you? Yeah. Um, RuPaul does it a lot. I thought it would come across better than that. Executive realism. Executive realism. Frankenfurter is the executive, and I want there to okay. be realism. No, I can do that. Yeah. Casual fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just doing what Alex did. 
I don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> I want you to include, just as a plot element, the the High Council from uh, from. The <laughs> I'm thinking of fucking Superman. Like, yeah. Okay, easy. Yeah. Get easy. off the ladder. <laughs> okay, and implode. What we're dealing with here on the planet of Transylvania in the city of Transsexual is an executive <laughs> society. Think yes. uh, think mm. Brazil. Have you watched Brazil? Yeah. No. So think that kind of bureaucracy but very kind of very uh, straight-laced and very proper. Have you seen Gattaca or Equilibrium? No. Fuck. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's good. You're good, man. Just imagine um, like just, a shitty place. <laughs> just imagine a corporate office and it's the whole world. Okay, and yeah. so things while, while things are very restrictive, Coruscant. and you and you can't really be well, no, Worse. you can't really be an individual. You're yeah, part okay. of the part of the work. It's a beehive, but with people, right? And so you start off there, a couple of songs there, and you have Frankenfurter is let's say Frankenfurter is the uh, middle management over his his very small department of let's say. Dance and it's such a small department because it's very restricted and can't really do anything. Um, and he has his dance scientist riffraff and his choreographer magenta, and he's just like, "I am done with this." And they hack into the mainframe, and there's, uh, they have this "I want" song where they're like, "I need to get out, and we want to go here, and we want to do all these great things." What's the nearest place where we can hide out? And it's Earth. And so they go there and they set up this, uh, this commune, uh, this set of sexual freedom and, and, uh, and scientific advancement, uh, getting all these kooky characters from like top universities and bringing them in and sort of brainwashing them into this. And that's where you get the people that show up in the time warp and then just cool. disappear. Uh, yeah, about those. <laughs> that's fine. Keep going. Uh, and yeah, so right up until uh, he completes Rocky, but he needs a brain. And so that's when he goes out and he seduces just these kind of, I want to say like 50s greaser couple yeah. and brings them in, um, seduces them both and then while Eddie is sleeping steals half his brain and puts him in a freezer with his motorbike for some reason. Well, you never know. <sighs> and, and that's the main that's the main conflict is is him getting here, getting the brain, and now everything's great. End of movie. I like. I it. like it. Yeah, I would watch it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be fun. Well, we didn't mention it, but Eddie's Teddy, great song. Yeah. Oh, everything about Eddie's great. He's like the Steve of Stranger Things of this movie. Not everything about <sighs> Steve is great. Most things about Steve are great. Bob. Bob was good too. Justice for Bob. He got justice. Did oh, he? is justice not being, spoiler <laughs> alert for Stranger Things season two, mauled to death by tiny Velociraptor style creatures? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Shit. <laughs> he was harder done by. He's only ever been a good guy. Yeah. He did give some terrible advice to Will though. 
Not terrible. He didn't, he didn't, if he no, wasn't obviously. being attacked by a psychic creature from another dimension, it would be good advice. If it was just nightmares and bullies, great advice. Yeah. If yeah. it's a mind flayer from another dimension, not great advice. Yeah. How are you meant to do that? Yeah, he should watch his mouth. <laughs> All right, that's anyway. how I would. That's how I would uh, prequel. Rocky Horror. I like it. I, 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 this is this is a title that I would be very interested in seeing other people's work of. Yeah. I've seen the stage show. I'm not a huge fan of the stage show. I think it works much better in, in film. Wasn't it like the longest running stage performance? Yeah. It, 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 it tours forever and anywhere because it has this cult following of the movie. Yeah. I think the text works better as a film. The... The the stage show is very cabaret esque, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't want to get into it. Yeah. I would like to see more of this style of text. Who would you want to direct really it? <sighs> Who would I want to direct it? I know one musical director, and I don't want Baz Luhrmann near this. No, stupid Baz Luhrmann. No idea. No, yeah. I don't. Baz Luhrmann is. Aesthetic is entirely too clean. Different to this. Mm. Mm. Isaac Hayes, Julie Taymor could do it. Patton Oswalt, she's a. Uh, who knows? He could be great. <laughs> I kept thinking Bob was him. I know. I he he you, yeah. looks like him, doesn't he? He does. Um, Julie Taymor is a big Broadway director. Yeah, uh, I think she could definitely do it. Uh, Edgar Wright. I think would do a great job of it. Edgar Wright does a great job with anything he touches, but that's true. Well, yeah. Uh, I would have liked to see a Ramus or a Brooks. Mel Brooks. Put Mel Brooks on it. There you go. Done. Problem Perfect. solved. Produces that shit. Yep. Good. <laughs> Done. Thank okay, thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get yeah. in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. Or you can email us because we have one of those things. We are secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash second take. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. That yeah. one. Or second take podcast. You, you find it. Yeah. And Twitter at second take TNC. Or we we have an Instagram, funnily enough. Sometimes we post video. No, well, actually, we no videos. No videos of some pictures, yet. though. That are funny. There was, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, I got bored. Um, <laughs> really. Also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Second Take. Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as one dollar per month, which is twelve bucks a year. It's really pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively uh, $50 a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Ah, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there for every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a... So please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not allowed to watch any yeah. movies unless we're reviewing them. <laughs> And yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to that's not kind of productions.com, which is the mothership for all of the other, po- all of our other podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. <sighs> and maybe just one day there'll be solo 
podcasts that we do. That you Solo can find podcasts? There. Yeah, where we just talk at ourselves. Yeah. Yep. The Good. best kind of Fun. podcast. No interruptions. Right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of, none of this over-talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, that's that's not true. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> just because it's you in the room by yourself, Seb, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.